Three men, one fool. What you got? Who's the fool? <laughs> Who's the f <laughs> well? I don't know. Three men, one fool. Another pro wrestling podcast. We are here. We are back. We are here to discuss something that's uh, been probably hot for debate for some time now. I think we're finally ready to get on it. I reckon this will be a bit of a hot one. This one. Well, I know it will be for us. Well, yeah, it will be for me, but... He's on it. We'll, we'll, he'll we'll he'll be on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the three men? Jay's back after a two-week break. Well, I'm Ash. No air quotes needed. I'm Russ. Air quote tosser. <laughs> Welcome back. If you're joining us for the first time, um, you are joining us for the episode which is... Rory's Paul. Yeah. With a question mark or without. We don't know if we're stating it or if we're asking it. Well, I'm we'll stating get to it. it. <laughs> we'll get to I'm sure you probably will be. <laughs> no, I can't say really because I ain't seen it, but I don't want to. So I guess that's that's a statement in itself, isn't it? Well, you're not missing out on much, to be honest. So, well, it it depends how you how you probably look at it, but yeah. <laughs> Raw is poor. That is episode 38. That's what we've got coming up for you today. Before we dive into it. Uh, some of the news for the week. I mean, we're recording this. It's probably worth noting we're recording this on the 25th. So um, this won't be released until the 31st. I'm sure plenty will happen between now and then. But as it stands right now, what's new? Uh, double or nothing coming up. Yeah. Looks like a pretty good card, obviously, from what you've, you've been sort of going through at the moment, Jay. So you said Christian is your pick to win the Casino Battle Royale? Yeah, I can't see anybody else winning it. I can't, yeah, I, can. I can't. I can't see anybody else winning it. You can see, or no, I can see who will win. Hey, and then Christian. Hey, the wild card that's going to appear. Brian Danielson. Uh... That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'd, I'd be. I would be very shocked if it did. I'd be. You know, it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? But oh yeah, I'd, I'd be. I'd be happy. But I. I really. Yeah, that's. I just can't see that, mate. I mean, that that is. I think that is pulling at straws. I mean, his, his well, contract's I'm... definitely done now, isn't it? Like he's he is oh, yeah. no longer with WWE. Yeah. So, but so is a lot of people, though. So it could be any of them. But is he? Does he have the ninety day no compete, or did he? Because he just filled out his contract. I think he just filled out his contract. He wasn't released like most people are. So there's no penalty on for him to obviously have to wait a period of time. Then okay, I could tell you someone who I could tell you someone who ain't going to be, and that's Velveteen Dream. God, yeah. Well, Good. that's big news for the week. Good. What happened there then, Ash? Got released. Got released. Amid the um, sexual harassment allegations um, that came out in, was it March last year? Should have, should have been gone then. I've heard, though, it's nothing to do with that. It's more to do with his attitude backstage. Well, he, he's put, he put out a huge post, though, didn't he? Yeah, I've not read it. But uh, I've yeah. read it, and he has, he has gone into great detail, but his side of the story is that um, he was reached out by these two individuals, the ones that have put the allegations forwards, and basically saying that, yeah, he did um, speak to them and he was talking to them and they were asking him questions about how to get into the business. And he was being Velveteen Dream, the character, um, a lot of the time when he was talking to them. But he, he does deny that anything um, wrongful or, I, I guess, what would be deemed predatory was actually yeah. actually happened. So you know, but he there was would a, say that though, wouldn't he? It's tricky. It is tricky because I mean, I, well, we said this before, but 
on the one hand, if he genuinely hasn't done anything, that Holla, fucking sucks. If you hear me. <laughs> if he genuinely hasn't done anything, it does suck. Because that's an entire career now, and not just his career, but the rest of his life. He's yeah, potentially going to have just, that hanging over him. It's one of them things you just, you, you're never going to know, are you? The truth, really. But that's the trouble. Like, and that's, that's now going to stick with him. And the thing is, it is a shame, though, because obviously, like, well, if they're guilty, then fuck them. They deserve nothing. Like, they get, you get, you get what you get. But, like, if not, then, yeah, it's, it's a shame because, like you said, it's going to be one of them things that hangs over. You're never going to get away from it. Even in 10 years' time, it'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that was, like, potentially outed as a predator. You know, it's, you never know. What is odd, though, about the whole thing is that you say about getting what you're going to get, but if it was genuine and it was legit, surely he'd be facing criminal charges. Yeah, right? but I mean, like, is, but is there proof, though? That's the thing. But that's the thing. If there's if there's no proof of it, but he's, he lost his job, so then if, if it's yeah. a case that he hasn't done it, it's this big, like, you, it'll just keep going around in circles. Like you said, you never, you know, I suppose no one will ever really know the full story now, but those sort of and things the thing are is, really the thing horrible. is, though, yeah, like, with, with that sort of thing, especially that, it's like, even if you're proven innocent, a lot of people, you're still guilty. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing with things like that. Like, even if you're proven innocent, a lot of people will still say guilty. You know, if he's not, then like you said, yeah, fuck him. Um, you know, it's, it's just fucking... I mean, why? Why bother? Like, you've done it to yourself, haven't you? So yeah, there's no sympathy exactly. at all. Exactly, if, but yeah. if he hasn't done it, then yeah, absolutely. Then fuck the other guys because you've ruined a man's life pretty much. So, you know, someone's at fault somewhere. But, um, yeah... Oh yeah, get, getting off that heavy fucking intro. So, I just thought of another match for Double or Nothing, and Sting is actually wrestling. It's not going to be like a cinemat- cinematic thing, he's actually having a match. At nice. Double or Nothing, him and Darby against um, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. i got a good bit of news, I don't know if you've seen this today, about a potential NXT UK signing. Go on. Okay. Will Ospreay. No, it's not mm. going to happen. Come on, man. No. This but is NXT so UK. fucking stupid, man. Come mm. on, though. Like, that's just fucking ridiculous. Depends how much yeah. they I, would put, I would put money that on that 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 wouldn't happen. Yeah, he. that's why he dropped the title. Not a neck injury. I'm going to NXT UK. Oh, right. Okay. Again, um, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? You, can, you, well, can, you, can you actually believe something that, that someone said in wrestling? I mean, it does depend how much they offer him. I mean, if people offer you the right the right price, then, you know, anything's possible really, isn't it? But, but someone of his calibre, though, going to NXT UK, that's already pigeonholed him straight away. Like, someone like Osprey, he's main roster, like, immediately. He's up there. Yeah. There's mm, no need to send him down to NXT UK. Like, you know what I mean? He, he deserves to be up there straight I away. See him, I wouldn't see him going main roster straight away. I can't imagine they'd do it with him. Not from New Japan. They've not. They haven't done that with anybody ever. Well, literally, AJ's the only guy. Yeah, because they always shit on New Japan, don't they? They they don't give them the respect they deserve. Like fair enough. You you got to have like obviously big signings coming in from Japan. Like obviously NXT is a good fit for them because it's like I guess you could say quote unquote it's more indie-fied than like main roster or whatever if you want to put it like that. But like. I don't know, some of them. But then, having said that, though, I can contradict myself and say, well, when they do go to the main roster, a lot of them get fucked. So, mm. 
I mean, what is the what is the best? What is it? What's the best thing? Where's the best place for people to go? Because a lot of the time, up to him, you know, isn't it? Really, it's a lot of the time. Works for him. I think he should stay in Japan though, because like he's just got his like big break. So and like, why would you? Why, Sorry. Why, why would you want to leave? Like when you've got that, when you've just hit the top. Like he's only just hit hit the top. He's got a long run to go in Japan. And he's still young as well. Like I don't see why he would want to just up and leave because he lives there, doesn't he? And his missus lives there. And his missus, she might be coming to the UK. Yeah, but she's in stardom at the minute, isn't she? There was a story. It's it's gone quiet, but there was a story that she was going to go to NXT UK. I can't see it, mate. I honestly can't see it happening. I don't think he'd ever leave. And if he did leave, Uh, I don't think he'd go to WWE. I think he'd probably go like Impact or AW because like a lot of a lot of his friends are there, aren't they? Most of New Japan have gone to. Impacts and won titles, so this is what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't it, understand unless they offered it's him the like, money. It's that, the that's money. what I mean. Unless money's it was going like, to talk in wrestling. That's unless it was a like a big fucking money on the table. But having said that, though, look at Omega. I don't know how true it is, obviously, but he said he was approached by WWE multiple times. Yeah, I'd imagine with like big money, con- with, with big, with big well. money contracts as well. But again, it still depends on you know what you want to do, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's a thing, isn't it? Well, speaking of Omega, JR's hit some news again this week um, mm. as he's come out and said that he believes that the greatest wrestler in the world today, right now, is none other than Randy Orton. Um, is that He actually said that? Yeah. Yes. So... Okay. Um, the, the thing well, is... I, 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 you know, Orton's up there, all right? There's no denying that, but to say he's the greatest wrestler... Like at this time, can't see it, mate. Again, it's well, always subjective. It's, a... it's always subjective to who you think the best in the world is. But when you work for the company where your world champions in, especially the sort of angle yeah. he's in right now, exactly, you shouldn't why would you, really why would you be you saying anybody other than your world champion? That's what I I'm just... saying. Why? Why would you do that? It just makes him look like a fucking idiot, doesn't it? I, I really rate Orton. I, th- I think Orton's fantastic, but <laughs> Kenny's your your world champion, and you work for that company. You shouldn't even be acknowledging someone else really in that conversation. He should be towing the line of his employment agency. Like, wow, you, you know what I mean? Like his employer. He should be representing his employer, not going. Oh yeah, that other place who used to work. There's a guy there. He's better than everyone that he, that that's in this place where I work. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the one, is it? Doesn't he work for a company that mentions WWE as much as they want? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure, but... That's... They don't actually say WWE, though, do they? They say yeah, the they other refer- place. They... But they always reference it without saying it. There's a difference, though, between referencing something even on your own product and then flat out just saying, actually, someone over in the other one's better. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the best in the world. And I just... JR is it's not... It will never be pulled into question that he's one of the best of all time, but, like... It doesn't matter, like Jr. or not, somebody needs to have a sit down and a word with him, and they, like they re- he needs to rein stuff in. Otherwise, like what's the point? Because he's not doing anything for that product anymore. Like I don't think he's not the best commentator. I'm not. I'm. This might get a bit of heat, but he's not the best commentator in AEW. No, he, he just isn't. There, there was a time when he was the best. I wouldn't. I don't like, think even f- from 15, day one. Fifteen years ago. Fifteen yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. For, for WWE, but in AEW, he's not oh, the best yeah. commentator. No, absolutely and not. If anything, Shivani. he just keeps shitting on the on the product. Tony you know, Shivani's the best in, in AEW. 
Tony's great, but they've got so many commentators there now as well anyway, but yeah. he just shits on the product. And he does. Uh, even though a lot of it's valid, you know, especially when he's talking about the flip-floppy stuff and whatever, but again, like he does it in public domains where, you know, have that conversation, like I said before, have that conversation. Well, I'm sure he has done, but, you, you know, have that conversation with them. You don't need to, like, publicly bury them. Yeah. And Jericho came out, didn't he? And he, he sort of, like, put his own thing out on social media about, him saying that Kenny's the best in the world by far, best he's ever worked with, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think Jericho, because Jericho could, like, there's an argument to be made that, well, actually, look, if you weren't going to pick world champions, then would you have picked Jericho over Orton, at least? At least Jericho works for the company, right? Well, this is and, it. What, what I just Jericho, don't understand why he would go out and openly say that somebody in another company, which you could say, some people could, some people don't say, you could say, Rival company, you know, well, it is a rival with, company. Yeah, it, yeah, whichever way you stand on it, or whether it's a rival or whether it's an alternative, as people say, whatever. But to say that's like me working for Tesco and then me going to my manager and going, "Oh, went to Morrison's the other day, and um, their products are much better than ours." <laughs> well, it's worse than that, isn't it? It's, it's you like just you're working it, for the you? supermarket, but then publicly advertising that actually another supermarket does it better. Like you advertise yeah. it to the public. Yeah. It's not just a, a quiet word with somebody that you work with, yeah. you know, because everyone does do that. And I'm sure that, the, you know, there, there probably are people that think that if that's genuinely what he believes, the fair play to him, it's up to him. But, but, but to publicly do it is a different story. Yeah. yeah. I just, not a good look. By the way, Cultaholic's the best podcast in the world. Just saying. <laughs> He's fucking AR now, isn't he? <laughs> well, I, the thing about JR, and I've said that, I think I've said this before on the podcast, and I said it to you before. He's not been the same since his wife died, so... No, I know. And I, don't, I think that might still kind of hang over him, if you know. I know he said he's got probably a year left on his contract, so... I, I get that, you know, and for whatever those reasons, and that is really sad, like, he's JR and he can kind of do what he wants. Technically, and, you know, if you want to talk about it, we us three are actually JR. J, <laughs> A, and then R. There you go. We're Jar. Jar. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Jar. Java. He's, um, he can do what he wants. And if he's got like an I don't, you know, give a fuck attitude, again, more power to him. But it's not, you know, it's not a company man. Jericho was being the company man by sticking up for Omega. Uh, at least he's in a position, he, again, he can do that now he's a face, I guess. But, you know, you shouldn't really have to jump to people's defence because one of your own threw you under the bus. Yeah. You know, it just stirs the pot, yeah. really. Like, yeah. hey-ho, JR never never fails to give people something to talk about, at least, does he? So you can't yeah. knock him for that. That's <laughs> true. Like he has yeah. his own podcast as well. Yeah. Does he mention barbecue a lot? Oh, barbecue. So. This is like a roll-up all over again. Yeah. Maybe we should um, we should crack on into it now. Get on to uh, Rory's poor because there's there's a lot here. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear it. I've got a little Let's bit to it. say, but it's it's mainly going to be me listening to to bit? you two fucking rain down verbal fire. <laughs> yeah, when Jason says little bit, what he means is fucking half hour. Well, <laughs> you never know. It's... You never can tell. But honestly, though, when I say a little bit, when it comes to this, it is actually a little bit because, like I said, I, I don't even watch it. I ain't watched it, but that's the main thing. I've got no desire to watch it, and I've, as I said, that that is a statement in itself. If you're not gonna, if you're not even interested in tuning in to what could be and what's supposed to be the quote unquote 
main show, the number one show, then what does that say? And that's all well, I've got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Raw is poor. It's shite. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Monday Night Raw. That <laughs> <laughs> sounded more like a mix between Kane and the Undertaker. It started off really good and then it turned into a robot. <laughs> yeah. H two A V one. Oh man. Raw is poor. Dig dig dig. So it's shy. Just... Thanks for listening to us. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to put as much positivity into it as I can, because I do try to be neutral as much as possible, but there's only so much defence that I think can be offered to Raw at this stage. So before we even sort of go into like details of Raw today, Raw, for well, for a bit of background, Raw is the longest running episodic TV show in history at least on obviously Apparently. American cable. I think in the world, actually, the world over, isn't it? I don't think anything's ran longer than than Raw. What about Coronation Street? Um, Simpsons? Uh, so it must just be for the, the States then. Or, well, an epi- episodic... Well, mind you, yeah, because well, soaps like Coronation Street and EastEnders are... Days of Our Live. I was like Coronation so Street's been going since the 60s, so... So when they say it must be like episodic sports show or something then. But they never say that. They never say that. They say episodic TV show. So that's bullshit to start. But obviously... That, that's, well, we're coming off on all cylinders straight away then. They're fucking <laughs> bull- bullshitting that one. <laughs> no, look. So 1993, WCW was there. Raw got in there to capitalise and try to, to go head to head with them. So it was the thing. It didn't get spoken about all that much, but WWF, well, WWF at the time started off on the back foot, right? So WCW did have the upper hand. Raw, the idea, the, even the name of Raw came about because Raw was supposed to be just that, like it's just a raw wrestling product. And yeah. and I think when it started off, it, it was because wasn't it? Wasn't it that when Raw first started was when like he changed the whole? Well, it was sort of the beginning mm. of the Attitude Era, wasn't it? Well, new generation because ninety three, so they still had to go through a lot of the gimmicky stuff, you know, like the cartoony stuff. Because you had like yeah. Brett. I don't and Sean. remember a lot of like the really early Raw. I don't think I ever saw like the really early Raw. I think the first time I started watching Raw was probably like ninety seven. Well, I think I think ninety six, ninety seven. First time ninety six, ninety seven. Probably when we first got over here. I'm not sure about the early years. But yeah, yeah. I, I've seen the first episode of Raw, and it's okay. 
I'll tell you what, yeah. after this podcast, I'm going to have to go and watch some early Raw now, aren't I? For what it was at the time, absolutely fine, right? But the thing is, that's where it begins, and that was the idea behind it. Raw doesn't really get, obviously, you know... Well, Raw doesn't really become Raw, or at least Raw is war, until, you know, you're really deep into the Monday Night Wars. Which, again, like <laughs> you're saying, is about the 97. <laughs> Good times. 97 <laughs> to 2001. But little quiz down for you. Oh, God. So, Go on, in terms of the ratings, because that's a big thing and that will, it's going to come up, so we may as well start with it. Um, Raw in 2020, the average viewers per episode came to 1.880 million. So, in the grand yeah, scheme, if you look back, that's not good at all. So 2001, 20 years ago, it averaged out at 4.646 million per episode. So that's about a quarter of, of it. That's it's dropped by three quarters of, of viewership then in, in 20 years. Pretty much. The lowest rated Raw of all time came in 2020 as well. Does anybody know what the figure was? 1.1. I'm go- oh, well, I'm going to say probably... It- just under a million or around one million? It's got to be, surely. It's, yeah, both pretty much in the same sort of area. 1.53. Um, and that's the lowest of all time? It's the lowest of all time. That was, I think, the December 14th edition of Raw. Uh, hit a 0.41 rating in the 18 to 49 demo. Um, that's reported by F4W Online. So. But I don't you know, actually understand any of that sort of thing. So there's no uh, point in. I don't even understand it. So (laughs) the rating system's quite tricky anyway, and it is done in a really weird way. But you know, if you just take the number as if you just say like it's one and a half million people watching Raw, which again supposedly is the flagship show. Yeah. To put that into perspective, the highest rated Raw ever. Does anybody know what the figure was for that? Like eight point six, isn't it? Eight point one. Wow. But does anybody know what Raw that was? That was 10th like of May, 99. It was the go-home show to Over the Edge. Which, you know... 99, that was like yeah. the... That was like bang in the middle of um, like top heat for Austin and McMahon, wasn't it? In 99. Oh, it's peak, peak, like, <clears throat> raw smashing WCW in the ratings. Yeah. You know, running away with well, it. Well, in 99 when like he soaked hottest. him with a beer. Yeah, that's, that's the go-home to May in 15. Yeah. Hmm. This was so around so that this, time then, yeah. This show, again, the highest rated segment in Raw history, which is the Mean Street Posse going up against um the Stooges, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. And if the fun, if the Mean Street moment. Posse lost, then obviously they would have to leave the WWF. Um They'll be back. <laughs> they'll be the greatest back. stable of wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> the, main, the main event for the show was six-man tag. Rock, Austin and McMahon versus Shane McMahon. Oh, I should have said Vince McMahon, sorry. It says Rock, Austin and Vince versus Shane McMahon, Triple H and The Undertaker. That's a match in itself, though, isn't it? I, I mean, mean, that's... Yeah, star power. Yeah, China versus Shamrock, Farouk versus Bradshaw. Nice. Opener to the show was Kane and Billy Gunn. But that played, you know, although that in its own wasn't like, wow, you know... Top billing. Oh, I, I, it was part of a bigger ep- storyline. Mm. Isn't that the episode where Big Show was going to fight Paul Bearer? Um, it could be. 
There's definitely a Raw where that's about to happen. Because Shawn Michaels came back. I want to say, is that Ron? There is a Raw where that happens. What year did... I know we're talking about Raw, but what year did SmackDown come in? Was that 99 as well, or was that 98? Yeah, like, mm. like August, September? <clears throat> yeah. Was that after the peak of Raw? Was that after that highest-rated show, when SmackDown came in? It wouldn't have been much I after. They, I think they did the pilot, like, that week or something. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's around the same period. Hmm. But... Put that into perspective, right? 8.1 million people average were watching that episode of Raw as opposed to, say, the lowest one, which is like a 1.5. You've lost 7 million people. Like, where where have they, where did they go? Like, that's my question is, where do people go? Because I know wrestling is not as popular as it used to be, but why? And I don't well, want to, like, try and repeat some of the stuff that we did in episode one for the TV ratings, but yeah, yeah. the thing is, look... See, this is a, this is a very, grown, very good question. This is a good question. There's more people in the world today than there was then. So why are more people... More, TV's more accessible. Wrestling's more accessible than it was back then. So why... <laughs> why? Why have people just stopped watching Raw? Specifically well, Raw? Well, I'm going to go banging in straight away because I just want to get it off my chest and Ashley can go off on one. But I think, echoing a little bit from episode one again, though, I think it's, it's a different time, isn't it? Like, it, it is a different time. And the, the, the youth of today, it, it, you know, are nothing like when we were kids. It's, it's a different time, you know. Back then, new metal was like the height of popularity. Wrestling but it was like. Today. Wrestling and skateboarding was, you know, went hand in hand. And I know, I know it's, I know it sounds silly to say, it's a bit of a cop out to say, oh, it was a different time. It was a different generation, which it was. But, I see what I see what you mean though, because like eight million to one million by one point five million, the people that were watching when it was eight million is like us pretty much like our age, our demographic now. So like, but as you said, there's more a lot more people in the world now than there was then, like especially like kids, you know, or people of you know late teens up to like early to mid-twenties, if you like. So, yeah. And with, with what you said, with it being more accessible than ever, it does pose a big question of, you know, what happened? What was the turning point from wrestling being, like, as popular as it was to what it is now, which is not so much niche, but in a way, compared to back then, like, it sort of is. So... My question, I'm going to answer your question with another question, is what was, what was the turning point? What was the catalyst for, like, when do you think it turned from that to what it is today? It's, it's the end of the Monday Night Wars. That's That was what killed it. Because wrestling just, that nobody, with no competition, there was no need to, to up your game anymore. But the problem is... And, Fucking and good the answer. Reason, <laughs> the, reason it shouldn't, the reason it shouldn't matter about it being a different time is that Again, like they've got a demographic. So if your if your demographic is is you know from eighteen plus, then you need to be catering that product to them. You know, like kids, teenagers, young adults, older, you know, middle aged pensioners. Doesn't matter. Like most people who own a TV and they they watch TV. So, but obviously they're going to watch what what um, entertains them. They're going to watch what suits them. And wrestling is meant to be a variety show, and with three fucking hours. And we'll come to that because I that's think, I think that any, is one of the big good. problems as well, though. As you said, this is a time huge problem. But for three hours, if you can't fill 
three hours with at least something for everybody, you shouldn't be playing with three hours. Like, you're never going to... On the flip side of that, you're never going to please everybody with a three-hour show. It's impossible. Three hours is way too long. It is, honestly, it is way too long. Especially, as you just said, once a week, three hours is a long time to sit watching one thing. And, like, even when back when it was, like, the the heat, like, like you said, eight million... Two hours, and I think that was enough. Like even back then, when it was as hot as it was, I don't think I, I would have wanted more than two hours because it, ma- so, it, it makes so you want more, doesn't through. it? It makes you want more. If yeah, it's too it's a- long, you get bored, and I think that's the problem as well. They can't fill the three hours properly. It's a chore to, to be fair to them. The idea of having to write a three-hour show every week has got to be difficult, and I don't want to talk too much about SmackDown. Three hours, though. I don't want to talk too much about SmackDown because. That's probably an episode in its own right, but I'll just put out there, I think SmackDown currently is the best wrestling show on TV. 100% agree. SmackDown has become so good since it moved to Fox. They've obviously put their effort in, but it's the same writing team. Yeah. 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 So what what the fuck has happened? Why can we do it It does pose a question, doesn't it? Of, you know... Yeah, I don't, well, actually, I don't understand it. You've got a, well, you haven't said nothing yet, and obviously it's because you can't get a word in. So <laughs> yeah. you go off on the next five minutes, just you banging on. I want to hear from you. I want to hear exactly what you've got to say because I do feel sorry for you when we're banging on and you just sat there like I want to talk, but I can't. So you get on with it. <laughs> go on, Ash. The floor is your son. <laughs> Going back to the free hour thing. Um... Yeah. So fucking hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah. Go on, mate. I've not watched an episode of Raw properly in about three years. I used to record them and watch them, which I think people do nowadays more often than they used to back in the day. Yeah. The thing is, though, if you're in the see... UK, though, it's it's time, isn't it? It's, it's on in the yeah, early hours of the morning. it's 1 o'clock in the morning so over here. Yeah, it's, and it's we, we, us over here, we have to record it unless you're fucking night owls. Yeah, and plus if you... You could probably work at night and then fall asleep straight away. That doesn't help. But... When you hear things like Vince McMahon changed the script like an hour before the show and that might not help a bit. Um, seeing the same people every week doesn't help. Yeah, I think what what you just said about... And I think I think that's why I tuned out of it was because it was the same matches every week. Like, you'll get a good pay-per-view match. Like, let's say Styles and Nakamura, for instance. Build, big build-up. Okay, match, but then you got it week after week after week after week after week. I think that that is the main reason for me why I stopped watching WWE because it was literally every week was the same thing. You got the same matches, the same stories. It was, it was no difference. Raw's no different in terms of doing that. That's one of the big problems with it. And again, with three hours, that's what's frustrating. So to answer that question from earlier, three hours was what they did because, it, long story short, money. Right, so the TV network it's always goes, money, you put on a free, <laughs> and it has to be, you know. Look, I mean, there's no point being naive about it because it's a business, right? So, if someone comes up and says, "Look, you're going, we're going to pay you a shed load of money, but you have to put on a three-hour show without fail every week," hence why it's carried on through the pandemic, right? So, they say we're going to pay that money, but you put on a three-hour show. You're going to put on the three-hour show. Yeah, but that in its own, on its own, is probably what hurts because again. It's you know, a double-edged sword, on, isn't it? It's, best, it's yeah. good for the business, but it's not good for the fans. Raw if it's was not the flagship right. show. Was the flag, flagship show. I don't think it is anymore. I think SmackDown is. But 
Raw was the flagship show. They had really, really good episodes through the Attitude Era, as evidenced by the people watching it. But they had to put on good shows. Because if they didn't, they were going out of business. It was sink or swim. Yeah. Whereas now, you Complacency. don't have to. They don't, yeah, they don't have to appeal to the crowd. But the thing is... Yeah, it, they're, they're complacent because they know, they know they're getting paid no matter what. Vince knows he can literally put on a three-hour show that's shit. And he's, he ain't going to lose money on it. He ain't going to go out of business. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. That's what I mean. I think it's complacency is the big issue. It's uh, like you said, they've got no competition. I know you could say AEW and stuff, but I mean, like if you want to talk like a Monday Night War back then, like you said, they had to deliver their A game every week. Otherwise it was game over. But now, now they limited the amount of people they had at certain times. You didn't have the rock every segment yeah no yeah exactly too much of of the same thing and whereas now and that's again like every the raw now follows the same structure and format every single week and i understand that they're going to do different well i say different i understand that it's going to be somewhat you know stretched because of the the past 18 months or so but i mean look how does a raw typically start 20 minute promo. Yeah, every single week. A 20 minute promo, pretty much. And But Triple H isn't on TV anymore. No, and well, see, because if you go back to the authority era, I want to try and get some structure to this, but like, if we're going to start, if we're going to start looking at certain tropes and things within just a general average raw broadcast that hurts the product, a 20 minute promo is not the best way to kickstart a show. It just isn't. Like, you want to go and back in okay, with some action, cool. don't you? You know? Well, you but do, it, but... But this is the thing that I say, is that if you're going to go in with a 20-minute promo, someone that... If someone, like... Like you said, right? Not not really a wrestling fan. The sees it's on, WWE, Monday Night Raw. Oh, you know, nothing on. I'll flick over to it, right? As it starts. Someone that's not a wrestling fan is going to sit there for 15 minutes and just look at someone talk. Then they're going to, they're going to flip... They're going to switch over, aren't they? You, know, you want you want to start the show off with a bang. Well, but but that's the other issue with again the scripting and the you know that element of things because you've got to listen to a twenty minute promo that's heavily scripted and half the time doesn't sound like it's real people talking. Yeah, I think you know, there's a time and a place for promos, and I don't think the start of the show is 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 the time or the place. And that and that's what that's going to be one of the harder things because where all these people have gone, all these lost viewers. I mean. You have to take into account some of it is just some people just grow out of wrestling. It really is just that simple. Yeah, yeah. But there is a part where, and it's it's very obvious that certain people they haven't grown out of wrestling. It's just WWE grew out of them. Like yeah. WWE stopped trying to appease these fans and, and those types of people anymore. The product isn't for them. There's plenty of people, and I want to make it really clear. There's plenty of people that still love Raw and enjoy Raw. Nobody's wrong for doing so. If you enjoy the products, it's fantastic that you do. But you're the sort of people, obviously, that that they are catering to. And that's absolutely fine. They shouldn't have to take anything away that still caters to those people. But if they ever want to increase the ratings, they need to add something in to draw and entice more people. Because a 20-minute promo isn't it, for for starters. Like you said, if you're going to come on for the first time, flick on the TV, two people you have no idea who they are and they're just talking like robots and like they're reading off a script... You're going to think, what the fuck's this trash? Yeah. Well, it's not like back in the day when they would have, like, um, Brian Panties matches, which apparently we all wanted to see, which, to be fair, we probably Come on, did. we all, we all know, we all know, we all know that we wanted to see that, even if we said we didn't. <laughs> 
but they can't do that now because it's PG. And I think that's another main problem with it, though, is that back then it was for TV fourteen. You could you could do a lot more. You could say a lot more. You get away with a lot more. I know, like you know, this day and age of political correctness and all that, you can't get away with a lot of the stuff you could then. But if they went back to a TV fourteen show, there's a lot more that they could do, and a lot more that they could say and get away with, and and even implement that into the into the the scripting and and the wrestling itself. Because if you're writing to a PG audience, you can't really. You know, you can't really let a lot of emotion out there, can you? Let's face it, because when you get emotional, stuff comes out your mouth that you don't know until after you said it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at, like... Yeah, like when Vince said fuck. This is the thing. If you're writing to a PG crowd or a PG audience, you can't really do a lot. So I think, you know, that's another big thing, is if they went back to 14, TV 14, should I say, I think... I think that'd make a big difference in itself because, like I said, they could do a lot more. But even even if they went back to that, who's to say that they actually would do it though? Because they wouldn't do it now. This they'd, is what I mean. They'd lose them so much money to do it, and that's that's the but that's the biggest thing. You have to script something if it's PG, don't you? For that exact reason, you're going to just come out and say stuff because wrestling I think that's itself. That's the problem, though. You know, isn't yeah? That's it's it's weird because like wrestling is predominantly, and we've said it before. You get into it when you're a kid. Because it's like, you know, guys fighting each other, and it's like it's really appealing, isn't it? Especially if like you know, a young if you're a young lad, you know, a young boy, yeah, and you see that for the first time. That's how we all got into it. It's how you know most people have gotten into it. Was it was exciting. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, Obviously, exactly. it's, it's, it's yeah, more exciting when you're a kid, but I still find it exciting now. Not well, but when you're, not, not WWE so much. That's but... so much different though than it what used to be uh, back in our day. Yeah, I've said it before. We never would have had a twenty. We would never have had a twenty-minute stable match, would we? Well, in 99, that's no. it. But I've said it before and I'll say it again, right? No, I won't because I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, you're not You're not doing a 20-minute promo. <laughs> you're not on, bro. What was I, can't remember, what was I going to say? I can't remember what I was going to say now. Um, no, it's gone. Just carry on. If I if I think of it, then... it's No, I, I agree. It is, it's completely different and for right or wrong. But again, it's all the money. You've got the Be A Star campaign. There's all these different sponsors and things now as well. And they, you know, when Vince took the, the company public, like a lot of things did have to change. And and again, it's the money. Like WWE is worth a lot more now than it was at its boom. But you had more people watching at, it, at its boom period than you do now. So yeah. again, you've got financial stability with the way it's run now. And you can't blame anybody for that. But I know it's a trade off, but wrestling always has been a spectator sport, though, right? And like they always say, like, Oh, the WWE Universe, we wouldn't be nothing if it weren't for you. You know, we everything's all about you. But it really isn't, though, is it? If you, if you look at it, it really isn't. Yeah, but it's but the, again, this is what I mean, though, is that SmackDown is a different show. Like, you watch that and, and you're rewarded for watching it. You don't get that same, like, reward for watching Raw. Like, if I've watched an episode of Raw three weeks ago and then I watch this week's... It'll like, be exactly the same. Well, it's, it, yeah. it, some of it will be exactly the same, and it's like watching a carbon copy. Other well, bits it, are like, wait, what the fuck? I swear I saw this three weeks ago. What happened with that then? Where yeah, did that go? It's like what you said and, before, isn't it? Of how many times can you count that Nia Jax puts someone through a table? That, I mean, that was going on for a long time. The, the current new thing is basically how many times can Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler have a tag match on a WWE show? <laughs> and who's it going to be with yeah. and what's their storyline? Because I'm not really sure. 
Um, well, this this raw that's just happened as, as a recording. They there was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus um, Tamina and uh, Natalia. Natalia for like the sixth time in four weeks. Six wow. time in four weeks. Six and times again, in four. Wow. I mean, that that says it all, doesn't it? The same kind of format again with the match. You've got the whole thing with Reggie. And there's a distraction. This week's Raw is probably a good example. You've got all these these matches again that's just carbon copies. We've got Drew. I mean, that, poor Drew is getting a bit run into the ground now. Um, I did quite like the... I did like the promo with Kofi when Kofi was, you know, put his stuff in there because it made sense. And again, it called back to when he lost the title. He never got any rematches and Drew has had like 100 already. Um, yeah. You know, it made sense. But realistically, the only two things on Raw at the moment worth a damn is what they potentially could do with Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, because it looks like they've given that a bit more life than I expected them to. And I'm really hoping that they stick with that, because those two, that could be something special. But then, I think they should have stuck with Raw Underground, but I think at, that's a different very, story, isn't it? At the very tip top, it's got to be RK Bro. Like, that looks like that's Are got they a team behind it. Are they a tag yeah. team? Oh, my God. You see, that could be something amazing, but I bet they shit on it. It, so far, it's going really, really well. But again, it depends how it, where it goes and how it goes, doesn't it? And that's the danger that you always get when you're watching Raw, because it's always like... Oh, you get invested man. and then you get you want to see more of it and then they cut it. And then something gets... Yeah, I mean, the underground thing, I wasn't... I didn't... Like, but I didn't... I've said before, I don't, I'm not really into that sort of thing. I think keep MMA and WWE... Uh, well, MMA and wrestling separate. But, you know... If people, again, if you liked it, then that would have sucked because it was just dropped straight away, wasn't it? Like, pretty much after about eight weeks or whatever it was. Yeah, so it was quick. Yeah. It was quick. But I always said the thing, the thing I liked about it is they were showing actual skills that people had, like with um, Bobby Lashley having his MMA skills and Dolph Ziggler with his wrestling. And Yeah, but why can't you just show that through matches, though? Because I know that's part of a bigger whole, like a whole big, bigger picture, but... You could still put on those types of matches if you give people the time to do so. That's why, like with um, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, they were they're given they was given time this week to actually put on a match and tell a story, and it was really good. Xavier Woods versus Matt Riddle, they gave it time, and it was a really it was probably the best match on Raw. Well, I think it was easily the best match on Raw, but again, you know. You could be forgiven for thinking maybe Cedric Alexander and Shelton was because they were both good. But again, there's 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 like you can find little nuggets and gems within Raw that's good. But overall, three hours to sit through it, it's just you can't, you just cannot do it. It's yeah. so difficult. Same shit, Nitro. even to the point where finishes are the same. How many times do we have to see the same fifty-fifty booking? So and so wins with a roll-up this week. Next person wins with a roll-up the next week. And then it's just the same thing. And we get the disqualifications, distractions. No one ever wins clean anymore on Raw. And sometimes not even on the pay-per-view. And just the overall presentation of who's on there. Like what Ash, you said before. you could, Someone like The Rock, when The Rock would come out or Austin would come out or Triple H, Taker, you'd get the pop. Because you hadn't yeah. seen them for the whole night. Or you saw them at the beginning... They'd show you, oh, they've just entered the building. Oh, it's a megastar. Look, they've entered the building. I can't wait to see them come out later. It ain't like that anymore. Because nah, you see the you same people see... all through the night. Yeah, you have to see um, what R-Truth's doing with the 24-7 title about 13 times. Look, on I love R-Truth. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's it. What I don't understand about the whole thing: how has WWE essentially got the biggest roster they've ever had now at this point? Yet somehow we see the same people every week. Oh, honestly, this this is something that I could go on and on and on and on about, but I won't because you know it. Yes, you will. All I'm going to say about it is this: just echoing what Russ said, right? They have got the most talented roster out of any wrestling promotion and yet they don't fucking use them properly and they don't use half of them either and again it's just I know I know I'm going to get angry in a minute but I'm not I know it's monopolising right they're just getting them to take them off the market so nobody else can have them I get it but at the same time that's just hurting someone's career if you're just going to employ them and then just do shit with them you know what is the point at the end of the day, they're wrestlers. They enjoy, they love what they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it, right? And they often don't even get the fucking get to see the time of day. So no. fuck them. Well, not but fuck them, but you fuck see, Vince. It's when you see people like Jinder Mahal who came back a couple of weeks ago and gets his new stable, and then not on TV, and then not on TV again, and then will come on TV. This is, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's again. a really. That's another thing. That's a really, really valid thing. Like. You'll bring someone out and then do that, and then just like with AJ Styles and Omos when they won the titles at Mania, and then they weren't even on the show for like two, three weeks. Yeah, but no mention of them during that time. No. Why? <laughs> remember, you remember when you when if you're a champion, you didn't defend it in a certain time of days that you get stripped through your title. Yeah, but again, it's rules that you make. I don't know wrestling. Like you can't always. Um, get too anal about things like that in wrestling because things are going to change on the fly all the time anyway, aren't they? Like you, it's, you build an angle to make it work and to make it like work for for what you're promoting and what you're putting on. But for fuck's when- sake, like if you're going to come out and say that like this is the way we do things, then keep it like that. The wild card thing when that came out for Raw, like what the? Hmm. Well, I know it's just Raw, but what the fuck? was that about and i think it was the same thing this week it's like oh well, so and so shows up um because you know they can this week and it's like yeah they, they did since that when? Before... <laughs> when did that become yeah, it's a like fucking they... thing who was it it was um baron corbin weren't it C- appeared on raw because oh. he they, they said he could uh, i don't think anyone else has done it since is he, st- is he still done. a boring fuck a few of Shinsuke, which is which is quite good. Well, <laughs> that's all right. Shinsuke's knit the crown. That's all right then. I've never been a fan of Corbin. Though. I've always called him boring Corbin. <laughs> I don't mind him, but he's one of these ones that if he's not on TV, I don't mind. Yeah, good, good, good heel, which is good heel work in a way. I think Corbin was at his best it. when he was in NXT, and he had like the three lights as his entrance, and he used to wear the leather, and he had the long hair, and. I know it's not his fault he's had to get rid of the air because it weren't his choice really, was it? But, but at the same time, I think he was at his best when he was in NXT. But yeah, that again, that just goes to show, right? That's an argument that could be made for almost anyone though, isn't it? That's true. But yeah, that's what I mean, right? He comes up from NXT, really good in NXT, comes up to no main roster. What's he done? You know, what has he done since... What has he actually done since he came up from NXT? Like he, he's, he's had like a, he's had like a mid card title, right? He's had like a mid card title, I'm sure. Uh, US title for like two, three weeks. Yeah, and he won Money in the Bank, but that. But what did he do with money? Exactly, what did he do with the Money in the Bank? Nothing. 
I think there was some backstage stuff though surrounding that. I don't know if it was his attitude or something. Or I, I get it. I think he. I, I, I do I get think it. Had to go know, out. I get it because like we only see what we see. You know, you don't see. We don't see what happens backstage. I get it. You know, some people are pricks. The, the the thing the thing is with it like again you never like Jay saying you never know like we can sit here and be like oh why isn't so and so being pushed they should be pushed and actually behind the curtain they might be really difficult to work with and actually you know there's there's some you know sound business logic behind why they're not um, being pushed to you know to a point where where the fans would want to see them right just because you like somebody's work doesn't mean that they're actually good to work with but. As an overall, it's not like the, the problem with Raw isn't the wrestlers. It's not the talent. It's never really the talent. The talent is just that. They're talented. It's just you they're not given the tools and the platform to be able to showcase like what they can actually do. Like and I think the the Xavier Woods and Matt Riddle match this week was a prime example. Like you know, Woods has done really great in in New Day, and New Day's fantastic. And I, I probably I would say it's probably one of the best tag teams now, certainly of the modern era. But I, I think an argument can be made that they're now one of the best in WWE history. You know, they've been together for yeah. for such a long time, and they've done they've been really successful. Yeah. But Woods as a singles competitor, I mean, people, you know, people wouldn't even remember Consequences Creed. <laughs> at this stage well, that, was, that was impact but yeah but that's but as a singles competitor though like he's not really yeah. had that singles run in wwe i remember watching is, impact really when he got that when he had that debut actually a consequences free there you go that's and that's like 12 years ago exactly but he had that one-on-one and there's a lot of but there's there's loads of talk online now if they bring back king of the ring he's everybody's picked to to win it they'd love to see him win Shins- a king of the ring uh, shinsuke uh, yeah but you know, so it could actually be the king of the ring. Take your, the, take your pick, though. It would, I mean, it would so make a people. great king of the ring, though, wouldn't it? You got to admit. But there's so many people but, you could make the argument for. But again, what's the point in doing anything like that if then week by week on Raw you can you could win something like that and it's just forgotten about the next week? Well, the thing is, the thing about Raw is also going to pay per views. The amount of times I've gone with a SmackDown match is the best pay- match, match, the best match of a pay per view. I don't think a Raw match has been. You've had Bobby Lashley and Drew at Mania, which was really good. The Raw Chamber match at Chamber was good, but it's like it's, it's always not like a Roman match or do something like that. Do you think though? So I feel like I've got a bit more of a the angst out about it. So I want to start looking at some things practically now. But for like Raw wasn't always bad. Obviously, we know that. But even post Attitude Era, because I'll say something really unpopular now. I love Attitude Era. It's my favourite era, nostalgia and everything else. But when you really look back at it, a lot of it's pretty overrated. In, in, what, in what way? Of, in terms of the wrestling quality, by and large, wasn't great. Not as com- not compared to what it is now. Like when you look at pure, raw talent. Yeah, like but, rest- NXT, yeah but wrestling, NXT is, takeover, wrestling as a whole, like as a, as a sport, has got so much better. I don't think you That's can compare. I, mean, I don't think you can compare it to, to, to today, though, because like, like the wrestling quality has got so much better. But you have to compare it to cause the, the problem is because if if we compare today with the Attitude Era and oh well, the Attitude Era was better, you have to then do the same the other way round. Like well, for me, the Attitude Era, I would I all day long would sit and would rather sit and watch Attitude Era 
all day long because it was more interesting and entertaining. Exactly. But to watch a wrestling match today, all day long, hands down. Yeah. The quality of wrestling today, much better. Yeah, definitely. But no. No, well, that, but, no, it was far from perfect. But the thing is, though, with the Attitude Era, it was, I think it was the... Um, it was it was the storylines that that got you captivated more than the wrestling, weren't it? It was oh, what Stone Cold going to do to Vince this week? It wasn't so much about the actual wrestling matches. It was about like it was the feuds, you know. Yeah, but there um, was a lot. But there was a lot of shit in there as well, though. Yeah, you know, like there was a lot. Of, there, there was there was a lot. Eating Al Snow's dog. Yeah, like I would admit, know, there was a lot of questionable things. Naked media. There was a lot of questionable things. But and I think that, I think that's what I think that's what kept people watching though, is because. You genuinely never ne- never knew what you was going to see the next week, but as, that's whereas thing, that, today that, though you know exactly what you're going to see because you saw it the week before. Well, and then yeah, and when you don't, you're going to see something that completely contradicts it. Exactly. But I don't think the attitude error would hold up today. Like I don't think a- the the angles and storylines of the attitude error no. would hold up today. You wouldn't be and able to get away with half of it. So you political so, correctness so, again, isn't it? You wouldn't even be able to. Yeah, exactly, and that and that plays a huge role in it. But then even there's so I mean there's lo- there's loads of factors at play. But you know what then can they do? Because everyone's like, well, it was better in the attitude era. But then the, that in a face value yeah. means that oh, well, the way to solve it is TV fourteen attitude era. But actually, the argument's yeah. made that it, it wouldn't be because I don't think if anything it turned more people off. Well, so what yeah. could, what could they do? Yeah. Like that's it, is it, it just it a case that people just don't like wrestling anymore? It, well, that's the thing, but. I mean, for me, I love. I, I say it every time, but I love AEW. We all know that I love AEW, but yeah, and you, but it's because every week I watch it, I get entertained, and I get I get to see good wrestling, and I get to see mostly good stories, and it it makes me laugh, and it makes me go on the edge of my seat because some matches are better than pay per view matches. I, I get entertained at the end of the day, and I, I don't get that with WWE. That's that's mm. the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I said, SmackDown easily, NXT different, but NXT is great. Don't get me wrong, the wrestling quality is there. I mean, yeah, they're it's they're there. really good, but they're really good products. But it's, again, like when it's the same writing team, I can't. There's no excuse I think that can be made as to why Raw is almost unwatchable at this point. And it can't be just being one hour less because. Where where did it go wrong? Like, at what point do you, do you think that it turned? So, as, as, Jay, as you, you said, you, you as stopped you said watching like years ago. Well, yeah. As you, for you uh, personally, when do you when did you go? Nah, enough's enough. Because obviously, like even through two thousand four, five, six, it was still all right. I thought, but like you you switched off when around about two thousand eight, nine. No, it was before that. I I switched off. I switched off properly, like watching nothing. Probably about 2009, 2008, 2009. But again, I mean, me personally, that, that wasn't because the product was bad per se. It was because, main, mainly for me, it was because um, I didn't have Sky Sports no more and I didn't have the internet, so I literally had no way to watch it. But I think if I could have watched it, I probably would have. But, what's the um, reason that you wouldn't pick it up now? Like, what's in terms? Because, like, from when you've watched the last episodes of whatever you've watched, then, like, I mean, you know, sticking with Raw, the last Raw that you watched, if you remember it, 
Do you remember sort of roughly when it was and what what was happening at the time? Um, yeah, and I mean, yeah, we can talk about why I switched off. Obviously, nowadays, why I completely switched off from WWE altogether. It was because um, for me, it was because it was you get a build up for a pay per view card. You'd look forward to the match, and then you'd have it six six rows in a row after as well. Mm. The, the main yeah. the, the, the main reason for me why I switched off WWE in general is because every single week was the same matches. It was getting really stale so and really boring, and the fact that I wasn't being entertained anymore because I'd, yeah, that's I'd a always nutshell, yeah I'd always watch NXT and I was like yeah this is so good even when I stopped watching Raw and I still watched NXT. But yeah. then, um, yeah, that is, in a nutshell, like we said, that is why I stopped, because it was just the same thing every week. It was getting stale. I wasn't being entertained anymore. And I just thought, I wasn't looking forward to watching it. Like, when it was good, because I, I used to watch it every week, Raw, Smackdown, 205, Live, NXT. I used to watch it all, without fail, every week. And this would have been, what, 2016? 2015, 20... Somebody watched 205 Live? Fucking Literally, hell. I used to watch it all. 2015, 2016, I was, I was well into it again. Like, I was right into it. But then, it just... It, it was... It was probably not long after 205... Well, a few months into 205 Live, I think, is when I, it, it got really boring for me. And it got, got really stale. 205 Live, though, I used to like watching because of the stuff with Pac... Well, Adrian Neville, Neville, whatever you can call him, and um, Austin Aries. That's what made me watch 205 Live because it was so funny. But yeah, it uh, that, that's it. I stopped watching it because, like I said, for the fifth time, same matches, same thing every week, boring, not entertaining anymore. That's why I switched off. And I haven't actually switched on since. And that's not just for the Raws, though. Because of that, I stopped watching SmackDown. I stopped watching the pay-per-views. Because the whole thing bored me, and it was it was it started the catalyst was was that raw, not just raw though, but it was SmackDown as well at the time before it went to Fox. It was the same matches over and over again, and because of that, it stopped. It didn't. I didn't want to watch the pay per views anymore because I knew that it's going to be the same shit. And I haven't actually watched WWE since, apart from the few pay per views that we've watched together, like um, that SummerSlam that we watched together and that WrestleMania. I haven't watched a WWE pay-per-view. I haven't watched any apart from those two that we watched in, what? That'll be the five, ones that we five, reviewed as five, well, wouldn't it? But. Five, five years. <laughs> in, in five years. I was going to say, apart from the ones that we reviewed, I, but I wouldn't actually watch them start to finish, though. I would I would mm. pick out the matches that... Um, I would, obviously, I would, I would watch the highlights and so I could cast an opinion. But actually, personally watching, I would only pick out the matches that I thought would be good. But even then, most of the time, they didn't live up to my expectation. And again, that, that's just personally for me. But on the, on the other foot, Ash, you've been watching all the way through. You've never switched off. So what what well, what what is it that has made you stick with it and continue with it, even through all this absolute shit that's been happening for the past like three years or whatever? Because you've got to admit, it has been shit. You can't say it ain't. Well, the last the last episode of TV I watched was the um, debut on Fox. I've not watched a proper episode in ages. And Where a, do you think though? It literally, literally right shit, though. though. That says it all, right? Because this man, 
has watched WWE. He's defended WWE to the high heavens as well. And he even, even Ashley has switched off and not watching the weekly product. So that but in itself fair, says a lot. But to be fair, I did used to work, start work at half five in the morning, so I couldn't watch it. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you would watch it like when you got home there, wouldn't you? Or like the next day or something. Yeah, you would like keep up to date always, with it though. I but I was, there was always been, a, if, I think the last episode of Raw I watched was like the 25th anniversary of Raw, that I can remember. I remember, I remember but, watching that, and I think that's probably the last one I ever watched properly. What hap- what used to happen with me with Raw was I'd look at the first segment and see if there was a match I would care about, and then just not watch it, or watch it the next day. Or but that's what I mean. YouTube YouTube highlights. With, yeah, again, and I think time. that's because was, of the three hour. You don't want to sit through it, and with something you can you can pretty much see what happened in ten minutes on YouTube, and because. Just no excitement. But just going back to what Russ said there before I interrupted him again for like a millionth time. When do you think it got shit? Well, me or Russell? No, you. Because Russell asked you, when do you think it got shit? Well, we've been talking about seeing the same matches week after. But when? When they did. When when do you think it got shit? 2019, I reckon, was the last one. And I I just couldn't be bothered anymore. If you were to pick out an angle, though, like, because that, these, it is a difficult question to try and pinpoint. Because, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not very often that you go, nah, that's the, you know, it's that one specific thing that's done it for me. I won't, you know, I give up completely. Like, it it takes time. Like, you have to kind of, like, be beaten over the head continuously with shit for a long time. And that was the problem. To eventually just be, like, to fizzle out. And that was the problem for me, personally. So, I don't know about you two. I, I would say the authority angle. It just went on too long. That, See, that I was wasn't watching really... it when that happened, so I can't oh, cast God. an opinion on it. But from what I heard, obviously, again, I'm sure you two can fill in the, in the gaps. But was it wasn't it that everyone wanted Brian to be over, and it was just the fact that he was just not getting over? No, because it, it, it went, it went just... on for years after that. That was the years. problem with it. It just went on for ye- yeah, it went on years. Yeah, for so long. So yeah, long. Yeah, because they, they changed it from Brian to Roman. Oh, yeah, Roman that was to it. Seth. Wow. Then Randy was back in it. Although Randy yeah, had a good in... spell. But... Yeah. It just... And it was, the, it was you know... Again, if you're going to say and look at the Attitude Era for something positive there, Vince would get his comeuppance. Like Jay said, you'd see Austin. Austin would whip his ass. Everyone would go nuts. Everyone loved it. This time around, though, it's Stephanie. And Stephanie never, ever, ever got a comeuppance. She'd get, like, every mania, there'd be a comeuppance. But all those other additional kind of, like, mini angles in between, you know, she'd just go around slapping the roster and just get away with it. Mm. Like, she'd never she'd never get a comeuppance. And it just got tiresome. Like, you're literally just sat there, the authority comes out, buries people... And that's it. And you're like, fucking, this is boring now. That was for me, because that was for me, that was when I realised that WWE's just, the programming, it's just, I can't anymore. I actually can't, they, they, they've given up, so I don't see why I should um, put the time in. I've only been watching Raw's recently to try and like, kind of um, prepare, I suppose, then for this episode to at least give it a fair shot, because I went in like open-minded. And like I say, and I came out of it, and I liked some of the stuff I saw. The RK Bro stuff is, is awesome. But again, like that's the only thing. If it's the only thing that you can pick out of a three-hour product, you know, it's obviously not for me. It's, it, it'll be for, for other people. But 
by and large, apparently it's not for, for most of Just going back to what you said earlier, though, about um, obviously people, if you do enjoy the product, then that's fine and everything. I just want to say, right, if you're listening and you're one of the people that do in, still enjoy Raw, can you let us know like what it is that you love mm. about it and why you're still enjoying it? Because I think I think it'd be good to hear from people that still do enjoy Raw as well, just to see like what the comparisons are and the reasoning behind like why you still enjoy Raw now, even though like a lot of people think it's the worst it's ever been. Like so. But if you're one of, if you're listening and you're out there and you're one of the people that do love it, let us know why. Because I'd be really interested to know. I'd love to know. I, I honestly would. And that's not in a patronising way, but I would love to know yeah. just just out of interest. Because again, like it might it might just be that we're of a generation now where We expect too much, maybe, you know, I don't know. We Because we've been, oh, we, 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 we yeah. were spoilt as kids, you know. The best time in wrestling ever. I get it, you know. Our expectations are always going to be like sky high, but at the same time, it, that doesn't mean that we have to settle for shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. But re- wrestling—I mean, it's difficult wrestling fans anyway, isn't it? Like, because you know, we're not—we're not the best bunch, really. But Do you think it was well, you'll think we know everything, and we know nothing, probably. So <laughs> it's all that, but it's like it's just—it's just wrestling fans. It's just a very entitled crowd, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same sort of thing with Star Wars fans, heavy metal fans. You know, like it's. Uh, it's similar kind of crowds. Well, like well it's probably the same crowd most of the time. Oh, that's probably half the problem, yeah. True. Um, do you think people that watch the Hogan era were the same with, were the same what we are saying now to actually era? Yeah, they were, time? 100%. Because I can, obviously, what I've said before, like when I got into wrestling and things, like I was, you know, being lent VHS, uh, VHS tapes, but they were things like Rumble 1991, SummerSlam 92. Yeah. Um, really? you know <laughs> that's again like a different sort of error but they'll be like oh this was the best stuff Hogan was the best Jake the Snake Ultimate Warrior Macho Man you know and it's like oh not this shit now and, and to be fair you at the time you're like oh, piss off you know this is much better now you got Rock Austin fucking Hell in a Cell but then like like I'm saying like you, you look back at it now you're like hang on fucking Kettle from Hell um <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> eating eating dogs, chopping off dicks. You know, it's it's funny, but it's you know, it's not the the peak of entertainment. But uh, slitting your wrists and making people drink your blood. Well, yeah. See, so yeah. Some, some of it was shit. But yeah. then you look at it now, and it's like, what actually really happens now? You know, I want a title match. Okay, there's your storyline. Like that's the, that's it. <laughs> And that's if they could do that much. That's if they could be bothered with that. But again, it's it seems to be mainly for Raw. Like it's not. I don't think it's fair now to say and pin all of it on WWE as a whole because SmackDown is a much better product, a much better product with fleshed out storylines. Roman's still going strong. The USO storyline is is still managing to impress and keep me interested, which is amazing. When you think yeah. like that went on. I mean, when did that start? Like Clash of Champs. Which was what October, September, October, September, right? So that's how many months now? Eight, nine months. Well, uh, let's see. I think <laughs> so. ba- basic maths now. Where's Big Shaq when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was eight months. Yeah, I, I think, can't, anyway, I can't not... take your word for it, mate. <laughs> I, did, I was doing the maths. Should we just yet. do? Should we just do eight months? Or edit nine months. Best, yeah, best part right. of a year, though, right? Best part yeah, of a year, and they and it's the same storyline, and it's still 
still really interested. Well, now that now that Jimmy's back, yeah. Well, that's make... added the new component, hasn't it? But and yeah. it keeps it keeps it fresh. But why can't Raw do the same? Because they haven't had anyone like that. I, don't, but, I hate to but think. They do. I hate but they to do. think because you know. You know there's going to be a draft coming up in the next few months or so. Which is going to make you know absolutely have... no difference whatsoever. Yeah, but they're going to put Roman on Raw and uh, probably Seth on Raw because uh, they think he's going to be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Roman has flourished on SmackDown. It'd be, it'd be ridiculous I... to put him on Raw. Yeah, I think Roman stays on SmackDown. you got to remember, SmackDown is the flagship now, clearly. Fox is the, the big boy. Yeah. Oh, you don't spend one billion on Raw, did they? Well... They spent a- Exactly, and that's and the thing is obviously USA Network must be still okay with Raw's numbers because I don't think they finish like awful in terms of like what USA Network shows. Yeah, you know I think like the worst they've probably done done on there is is I think come like thirteenth, but you know in the grand scheme of things it's it's not actually that bad. It's just because where you I suppose that's the way you have to look at it now, like comparing it to the Attitude Era, it's fucking astronomical difference in the viewership. But when you look at the um, differences between like other shows, not even of its kind, because it's not really anything like wrestling, and Raw doesn't, again, like you said, the Monday Night War's long gone. It doesn't have a rival anymore. If anything, you know, it has to compete sometimes against Monday Night Football, which it's always going to job out to. Yeah. Um, as, as I said earlier, I think it's complacency. It's the you know the big thing. They've got their money. They've got their money. But but raw but but again they try with SmackDown yeah because they've obviously they must have to meet more demands that's the only thing I can think of with Fox and Dynamite's gonna have the same thing when they move channel if they move channel then yeah they will yeah because they're gonna be competing with NHL and NBA but they're never gonna like wrestling will never compete with those sports like it it just won't no no you can't can you it's the the sport popularity for sports like hockey football baseball. Basketball, especially in the states, it's not here. It's if you put it on here, and it went up against. Of course it is, but if you went up against Premiership League here, you're going to get fucked. That's what mate. I mean. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's literally the, it's literally that level. Yeah. Also, WWE being on BT Sports ain't going to be isn't good because not many, not everyone has it. Like they used yeah. to do with Sky. Yeah. Which again, we we That's did why touch on on our TV works. Right. And it's, it's you can't always judge it by the ratings, but it is a try. It's a good place for us to try and start with something like that because you've got something at least like on paper. Because again, wrestling is subjective. Like if you like stuff or you don't, nobody's right or wrong for what they like in wrestling. It is a variety show. Said it a hundred times, but it really is. But the thing is, is that it's it, it's a variety show if you're getting variety, but you're not getting that, are you? The minute of Raw. That's to be yeah. I mean, that's probably nail on the head. To be honest. There is no variety with Raw. Like, WWE is the variety show of SmackDown, Raw, NXT. Like, that's your variety. That's your selection. And then the WWE Network slash Peacock in the States is, you know, you've got Progress, WCW. You've got all these other different things there. That's your variety. But, like, you still need variety within a three-hour product. Yeah. Well, when you do three talk shows in one show, that's not good enough. Well, I know. But it's it's like three different companies almost, SmackDown, NXT and Raw. And it just, I don't know, something's got to change. They did the thing with the McMahons coming out a couple of years ago saying they would change it. And, and apologising, but it, it nothing's was changed, yeah. It was bullshit, yeah. No more title rematches, for, automatic title rematches. Do you know what I was waiting for? I've 
He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. Well, I mean, we might. I'll ask the question. I think it's a bit silly, but we'll, we'll He's ask. He's got to it. go. Vince McMahon does he? Does, should he step away? Yeah, or at least should he step away from Raw? I think. I don't think he should step away like entirely because, you know, like he is McMahon at the end of the day, for good or for bad. Like you could say he's a genius. For good, for, for good, or for, for good or well. for bad. <laughs> but I don't think he should, he should step. I think he should step away from making the final decisions. I think he should leave that to like Triple H in that now. But I, don't, but I don't think he should step away entirely. I think because at the at the end of, at the end of the day, <laughs> he is <laughs> he's a, he's a fountain of knowledge. He, he's been, he said it all. He's done it all right. And he, if you want advice or experience or something, you know. He is the man to go to because, like I said, he, he's been there and he's done it all. So I don't think he should step away entirely, but I think he should sort of hand over more of the reins now to like Triple H and Stephanie or, or whoever it may be. But Triple H has done so well with NXT. I think he should let Triple H have more of an input on the main roster. That's what I think. I th- and I think that would show then whether it is Vince or whether it is something else. That's yeah. I think that's a really good point because it's easy to point the fingers at Vince, but at the end of the day, he could just be having to adhere to the demands of a board yeah, of directors exactly. and the yeah. networks and things like that. And again, keeping in line with other sponsors. I, I don't. Th- the thing is, none of us would be here doing a podcast if it wasn't for Vince. There'd be no yeah. WWE if it wasn't for Vince. Like, oh, no, I know. I'm here because of uh, Dusty Rhodes and WCW. <laughs> which was. I think I did watch WCW first. To be honest. <laughs> But but, uh, but but Vince was you, you just can't deny it what Vince has done for the industry and there's bad in there but you you can you have to respect Vince you have to respect what he's done yeah you do yeah 100% is he out of 100%. touch again but again is it, I think he is out of touch in I think mm, I think he is I think he is out of, <laughs> <laughs> I think he is out of touch with what fans want in today's demographic it shouldn't always be about what the fans want, as such. Like I th- I, there are times where it should be, like the Brian thing should have just rolled with it. Oh, I get it though, because some, just sometimes, give people what they want. yeah, because sometimes then it would be shit. I get that. Yeah, but it's it's keeping a finger on the pulse of like what's exactly. Yeah, that I think that's like that's the best works. way to put it is keeping your finger on the pulse. I don't think he's got his finger on the pulse anymore. Even still, at this stage, like I say, I still don't think there's any excuses that can be made for Raw when it's still the same writing team. So if Vince yeah. still has the final say on things, he's had the final say on what goes on in SmackDown. And that's the flip side of that coin. So he's yeah. obviously pr- approving what happens there. And what but again, happens there though, is good, it, which it, shows it all depends. proves Vince yeah. can still do it. But it all depends on what you said there, about whether he, they've got to adhere to stricter demands on SmackDown because of Fox. It would, you, you just don't know, do you? Yeah, but, but that's the thing. SmackDown's pulling in more viewers than Raw. So if they try to do what they do with Raw, uh, what they do with SmackDown on Raw, yeah, I mean, then surely the argument is that then you'll get more viewers. Now I know, surely it dep- it, I know that there's another factor at play because yeah, it's the it, difference between how many people watch Fox and how many people watch USA. So that you do have that, but as a whole, surely, surely, if you can clearly see, even just by going online, that people like what they see on SmackDown and don't like what they see on Raw, yeah. Can that, can you not try and replicate it somewhat, considering you're sat there writing both? But does Vince listen to the fans? 
That's a question. Well, no, it's no. I think they do, but they don't act on it. No. They do listen, but they don't act they, on exactly, it. Exactly, they don't act on it. Which are a lot and of the time, worse, actually. yeah. Which a lot of the time, I think is is worse, as you said, because you know what they want, and yet, or you, or you know what's hot, you know what people want to want to want to see, and yet you're still not doing it. So yeah, I guess you know that does make it worse, like you said. So it's just yeah, it's it's just one of them things, isn't it? But you could say that with like most wrestling companies, with go to AEW, Orange Cassidy was probably got one of the best pops. When, he, when there's a crowd. And can I just say now, does he, about, about does he, you does, that, that fucking banging to... on about them not pushing talent, well, Orange Cassidy's got a title shot, motherfucker. Yeah. So how about that, bitch? he's not going to win. How about that, then, bitch? <laughs> yeah, but he's with Pac and Omega, who are... He's still getting pushed on names. He's still getting a push. Yeah, but... But let me say, let me just say he gets a bigger... He gets probably a better pop than Omega. Does that mean that he should be champion? Well, no, obviously not. <laughs> it's not all about the pop, is it? I thought it was. When did I, e- when did I like ever you. say it was all about the pop? Yeah, but if the crowd like you, does that mean that you deserve to be champion straight away? Oh, well, I never said that. When did I ever say that? I didn't say you said it, did I? No, I don't think... <laughs> it doesn't... I know. But he's going on thing with the pulse of what people want. If people want to see more Orange Cassidy than they do Kenny Omega, then... I, I don't think I don't want... think people want to see more Orange Cassidy than they do Kenny Omega though. I think that is a no brainer. If he gets better reactions than m- most people, I, yeah, he does get the pop, but that's because of his character, isn't it? He's likable. Just because Sting gets a pop every time he comes out doesn't mean we have to see it, want to see him every t- every week. That's true. Thing, like he's... that's true. It's nice to see Sting, but it depends on what he's doing, doesn't it? it, it that's what it is. It all depends on what people are doing. And going back to Raw. Remember, I remember Retribution when they they when they were starting to get they started off, and when it was on SmackDown, it was absolutely amazing what they were doing. As soon as it was on Raw and they kept it on Raw, it just went to the shit. Yeah. And I think I think again that just that just says a lot about Raw itself, doesn't it? Especially when they were what was it last week, the week before they were um, doing vignettes for Karrion Cross debuting. This is the thing. Or they potentially haven't. This is the thing. Right? I think. I think retribution is a missed opportunity because they came in, given the right push and the right put in the right environment and the right circumstances. They could have been massive. They could have been like the new Nexus or another Shield, if you like. Maybe not another Shield to that level, but definitely like a new Nexus. And like, like you said, they were doing really well, like getting heat and that, and really good stuff. And then. They go to the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's one of them things, isn't it? It's fucking, well, it's, just, it's just annoying more than anything else. And you always, there was a story on, um, that was going by that WWE want Raw to have like new fresh faces, but you know, as soon as they do, they'll fuck them up. Yeah, exactly that. I can't fucking believe that you said something so intelligent. <laughs> I can't. No, you literally hit it. You literally hit it on the fucking head. Like people want to see fresh thing. faces, but when they get there, they're fucked. It's because, well, it's it's how you book it, isn't it? You can have all the freshest faces in the world. They've proved that over the last few years. They've got the faces. Though, the that's biggest... the thing, but they're not using them. You can bring it's in the, the heels biggest. We want changing as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's booking, and Raw is just booked in a boring, stale manner, and. It's like I'm trying to remember when, before Drew's big push, or like Charlotte, when 
when they last had a feud that didn't involve a title. Mm. Yeah. Is Bob but is, um, say the same with Roman, is, is but, Bob B still the uh champion? Yeah, Big Bob's still champ. He's gonna be champion for a long <laughs> Big time. Big Bob B. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't mind that. I think Bobby is a great champ. But again, like anybody can be a great champ if you're not in the right storyline. So what does it matter? You know exactly. Paper champion. It's, in other words, and what? Why are you holding the belt if you're not going to do nothing? Well, it's it, as it's, much cre- as much credit we have with SmackDown. Kofi as champion wasn't really. I think that I amazing. think that was just more of a you know a viewership thing and a and an, a, a, an accolade to you to say look you know I did it. I don't think it meant anything, really. It could have been better. It could have been better, but and if uh, it was still good, we are getting crowds again. That's that is happening, but then that'll that'll play a big role. Yeah. If people are that, the thing is though, is that crowds are going to be naturally quite hot because they're going to be happy to just be back at wrestling. But it depends on how how long that's going to last for, because enough it will probably yeah. soon that, wear that's, off. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And if if whatever again. if Raw is shit as it is now, and people are actually paying money to go and see it live, and are there. They will fucking be yawning and fucking. This is boring. This is boring. Chance and booing and all that shit. I'm gonna blame them. Like if I went to see a Raw and I paid money to go and sit there and watch a wrestling show for three hours that wasn't entertaining, I'd be fucking hot as well. Oh, don't forget about there'll be if you're in that hard camera, you'll be doing like uh, what is it main event as well. So that's a lot longer. They yeah. move the seats around yeah. for it. Yeah. No, it's I, I. For me, I think if we ask a question, is raw, is raw poor? Is it poor? Like, is it the worst product, the worst wrestling product on TV? Yes, for me, yes. Uh, Hogan Celebrity Wrestling was better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what was better: Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that was from the Attitude Era, weren't it? At its peak. <laughs> yeah. When Taker, there was what well, Taker versus um, Austin and. Oh man, celebrity Mankind death was great. On yeah, I, I'd agree. I'd agree. I, I do. I think it is the worst. The worst, like on television. You know, the worst. The worst act like around the entire world. No. But the worst on television, yes. I think. For me, Raw just isn't Raw anymore. Like, there's nothing Raw about Raw. Yeah, I was literally thinking that, like, when we were talking about the name for the episode and everything, we was coming up with ideas and everything. Like, I was thinking, like, Raw, it's just not actually Raw anymore, is it? It's just not. No. But what would you change the name to? Shit. Well, if you <laughs> Welcome if to Monday Night honest, Bollocks. I know what you mean. Like, you can't rebrand it now, but it's still, I mean, it's got to be interesting. Like, at least keep you on the edge of your seat for some of it. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's this been a weird episode because it's, it's kind of just been like one big slate in a roar. Like, I, I hope that they, they get it back on track and it becomes interesting again. If it becomes interesting again, awesome. Then I can start watching it more and enjoying it because that's why we watch wrestling to enjoy it. I think it's really. Difficult sometimes for people to um, try and remember that we still want to be fans first and foremost. So, like, even when you talk about it, if it's on a podcast or whatever you do, um, you want to be a fan. So, I want to be a fan of Raw, but until it gets better, it's just not really worth the watch, really. It's definitely not worth three hours. 
Is there anything that can make Raw interesting again, or is it just? Oh, th- this is buried? the thing. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, I don't know. I think it's got any anything's got the potential to get better, right? You can't say that it's unsavable. But again, I, I think it needs a big fucking kick up the ass and a lot of sorting out. I had an idea that it could happen, but I, I don't know. They are talking about Cena coming back, right? Yeah, it's... Have him, have him run Raw and have him turn heel. It'd be... Yeah, but it's... it's you get people kind talking. Of, you've done it with um, Roman, though. Do you do it with Cena? I mean, I guess it'd be an interesting side-by-side comparison, wouldn't it? But it's, like is the it, two faces of the company from different eras turn heel. Is it too little too like late? A year it's it's too little too late for a heel Cena, though, isn't it? I was going to turn him heel. They should have done it fucking ten years ago. I don't know. I th- I think you could because again, like someone like Drew would benefit from something like that because he's he, he he was running out of heels to go up against last year, and that's a trouble now. Don't get right? me wrong. He's, he's got Bobby. Like, I would love to and see now it. It's, it's just constant. It's just constant rematches with Bobby, like you said, and it's it's those. I really the really would love to thing. see a heel Cena. I, that's what I've always wanted. Like I said, I always I've always said best Cena is Chain Gang Soldier Cena. You know, 2004, well, from from when he debuted up to like 2004, early 2005, I think it was, wasn't it? When he turned into the Sea Nation and all that bollocks. Yeah, 2005, like Mania 21. Yeah, so, you know, 2003, 2004, Cena was like best Cena. He had his stuff with Bull Buchanan, B-squared, and he was coming out and he was fucking tearing people to pieces, rap battles. It was just, it was just fun. It was good to watch. Yeah, now now his son's on AEW. Yeah, what the acclaimed? Yeah. Did you hit? Oh, I'll tell you what though. He, he did fucking. I can't remember his name, the one that does the rapping, but he did. Max Max Caster. Max right? Caster, yeah. He did do a fucking because it was them. It was the acclaimed against Moxley and um, Eddie Kingston, and obviously Jesse Ward, by the way. And they always, obviously come out and do like an insult rap before they get in and some of the shit he said to Moxley <laughs> like it, it was like oh shit did he just say that <laughs> like he mentioned Renee as well something like um, oh giving me all giving session. me some all sessions yeah like well yeah in closing what would you want to see from Raw what would bring you back into it if it was one thing if you could think of one thing as broad as you like, that would get you back into Raw, what do you think it would be? Entertainment. <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> Two hours, because even if you say something stupid like um, Brian Panny's matches, no. No, not, not, not in this day and age. Feminists should be all over it. I think just, yeah, it's that. The inter- if it's going to be three hours, then make it exciting. Change the format. Every week, and let's see fresh. Faces. I'll tell you what it'd be for me. It might be consistency. Yeah, consistency is good, but I think I'll tell you what it'd be for me is give me something that I'm not expecting. Surpr- yeah, surpr- surprise then. me, you know. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get them all. We never know. We never know. I think we've we've answered our question. If we think Raw is poor, anyway, that's been pretty. Uh, that's been answered. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed. You probably haven't because we've uh, we've had a good rant in this one. But yeah, let us know. Raw is poor. Let us know what you think. What have we got coming up next time? We are doing a retro pay per view review. Yes, we are. Oh, yes, we are. And that's going to be good. It'll be good to actually get together and watch it in person as well. Yeah, that's 
first time in a long time that'll be yeah what uh, yeah. what paper we, what paper view we doing Ashley do you want to well, do you want to say it yeah we're doing... his, if he remembers <laughs> I remember we are going to be reviewing SummerSlam 1992 yes yes we are we are indeed and that's going to be a good one a good in definitely stay tuned for that the one. first episode of our three men one retro review <laughs> And if you are looking forward to that one, and if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do follow us wherever you go, iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Uh, There'll be snippets going up on there, some exclusive content to come. And yeah, where else are we? Facebook, Twitter, Insta? Anywhere you go, you can find us. Let's just put it that way. Where where is that yawning? Anywhere you go, you can find it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> who who have been the three men then? I've been Jay. I always have been, and I always will be. I'm Ash. I'm always happy, and always will be. Ter- terrible echo in here, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Russ, and I'm not as hungry as Ash. I don't think anyone is, and he never First puts no fucking weight on. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking deck you next time I see. You. Actually, speaking of which. Um, I did say the next time we were all, all three of us were together, because you, um, what was it you was burying, Jay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's hear it then, come on. I no, can't yeah, remember what you said. This is the episode for once. Hey, eh? Let's hear it. <laughs> this is the episode for once. No, I want to I know. Get our viewership up. I want to know. I want to know. Otherwise, I won't listen to it. Well, no spoilers. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. If, I, if, if I'm being buried, I want to know about it. <laughs> oh. Buried alive. So shut that and fuck I'm, up. On that note. <laughs> and back the fuck up. <laughs> Before we fuck this podcast up. I think we've already that's, done that. Yeah, that's we're way over that About now. 38 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Um, stay safe. Uh, don't join us at home and... Uh, Bid you adieu and goodbye and good night and all that, all the other fucking good stuff. Wrestling. I did it, I did it for the people.